I've got access to all of the feed tracks. Uh, welcome to, I don't know what we're calling this. I was, I was thinking this in my head. We could call it. In the barrel house. Yeah. Scouts proof. The final. The barrel. The final. Barrel house. The final barrel house. Barrel house judgment proof. There we go. Scouts' barrel judgment house proof. Yeah. Can, can we make it a point not to flip any coins? Oh, oh yeah. You know, do y'all listen to USL show? Because they flip a pin that is like all kinds of jacked up. There's no freaking way that they could possibly. Somebody on Jordan's podcast is uh, is shuffling uh, poker chips throughout the oh, whole thing. It's always thing. whoever I'm recording. It's a Jay, flip, uh-huh. Jay, Jay's computer equipment is from like 1987. So they like that's what Here's the thing I think Micro- you need to understand. These microphones are probably gated, aren't they, Patrick? So if you're not right in it, your level is not going to get picked up. I'm just afraid Evan's not going to get hurt if he's not got the microphone there. Is that correct? Is that good? Okay. Patrick Patrick can work miracles. We'll make it work. That's true. Okay. That's true. Brian moves his head all over the place, never talks into the I'm gonna microphone. I'm going to do my best. Uh, so anyway, we're all here at Against the Grain. Uh, thanks, Adam and Sam and et cetera, for, for having us. Uh, so we've got uh, – we can go, kind of go around. I'll, 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 I'll just tell you who's here as, as opposed to letting everybody talk. Uh, Jordan Cooper's here. Uh, Andy Frederick's here. Woo! Evan Floyd's here. Lance McGarvey's here. Woo! Uh, other other folks are here. Patrick's here on the ones and twos. Scott is is in the room. Somebody um, named Scott's here. I don't know. Not mentally, but physically. Yeah, he's Scott. <laughs> Scott Scott is just dead behind the eyes right now. Poor guy. I mean, he, he I saw him earlier today, and he was he was all amped up, and now he looks like he's he'd much rather hey man, be folded away. Subway this evening, and literally turned around and said, "Are you okay?" <laughs> and I said, "Yeah, I'm all right. Why?" And he goes, "You just look really tired." <laughs> Yeah, it's it's been a long week for for Scott especially, uh, and for everybody else involved in the front office. So, uh, let's do this. Uh, Evan and I went to the press conference today, uh, and I will I will endeavor to speak for Evan because Didier Drogba was there. And while I don't want to be the guy who geeks out right. for the uh, for the big star for the other team's player being there, it was. F- Pretty fucking awesome. No, that was, it was ridiculous. A, the dude is huge. Oh my god, he's a giant human being. He just is—he's large. But uh, beyond that, no, it's completely cool. I don't care who you are. If you're a soccer fan uh, and you have been a soccer fan in this century, then you know who he is. You know what he's done, and it's awesome. And he's here in town. I hope we beat the living crap out of him tomorrow. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But he's here in town, and that's cool no matter who you are. Yeah, you're still watching a legend play, like, no matter what. It's just awesome. Yeah, it, it was cool just to – and he seems like a super nice guy. Uh, you know, said all the right things, said congratulations to Paolo, to Paolo like five times. Yeah. It's like, you guys did awesome last year. That was awesome. Mm-hmm. I saw it. Congratulations. Said it like three or four times. So it was, you know, said all the right things. Right. He was uh, magnanimous. He really was. This is, uh, and this is his last game. He, well, he, did, he, uh, he left that right? possibility is that open. Right? Is that – he it's left the no possibility. longer open. necessarily correct. He only oh, played 11 Lord. games this year to begin with. Yeah, yeah, he's got the Brett Favre treatment right now, where maybe you only have to play 10 games a year, and you'll be Brett able Favre to with take, the Jets. Uh, type yeah, deal. Brett Favre with the Jets. <laughs> Brett Favre with the Vikings. Brett Favre with Wrangler. You know, just you only have to play a couple of times a year. 
You only have to play a couple of times a year. You collect a paycheck and you help grow a brand that is profiting you anyway. I, it's, I, it's I don't gig. think the USL paycheck matters to him. No, no. Like he's I playing. He, like... I mean, truly, he's playing for the love of the game at this point because. Oh yeah, he has plenty of money. I mean, he's a part owner of the club, so like, my, my I wife... think a lot of people that are in Louisville that were fans. This doesn't make them any less fans of the sport, but. The good thing that I love about Louisville is that there are so many soccer fans that their first team in falling in love with soccer right. was Louisville City. Right. But that also means that you don't necessarily have the historical perspective on the rest of the world. Right. So, right. I mean, you take a look at like WDRB coming to a press conference with Didier Drogba going, Who like, are you? You might, as well, you might as well be the world badminton champion. Yeah. Going, it really, yeah. Who is this so you guy? Play a lot? What? Yeah. <laughs> Are you, you mean Carl Wisinski? He's the world badminton champion and he's fantastic. If Isn't you didn't know that, I don't know how to help you. You just I, mentioned the goalkeeper's name. I get the feeling that at this point, Drogba uses his USL paychecks to support his like tiny shipbuilding hobby. Like he has yeah. the bottles with the ships in him, and all his USL money goes to that. My, my wife That's asked it. me, she, she said, where, where do you think they're staying? And she's like, and I was like, I don't know because. If you all read that uh, thing that The Athletic did about Toronto FC earlier this week, Ugh. which they all stayed at Aloft, which Aloft is a perfectly fine hotel, and I was like, you know what? Didier is here. Uh, he owns a chunk of the team. I guarantee he's got him put up at the Omni or something like that. Not, you you oh, know yeah. damn well that Diplo isn't the one putting him up there. So <laughs> I have a feeling, a feeling is, is, is Drogba that, that has yeah, a team they're not at, somewhere They're nice. not at the Best Western, is my guess. <laughs> not the Travel Lodge down on 2nd yeah. Street. They're probably yeah. staying somewhere okay. And if any of you know where they're staying, then please give us a phone call because we, we, will, abs- some fireworks. we will absolutely be setting off some, some fire drills. Some Costa Rica when the U.S. shows up. Just have the five alarms going off, have yeah. fireworks, the cops show up for randomly for no apparent reason. Layer death metal at their windows the entire <laughs> night. Like, are you getting some sleep? So, Jordan, <laughs> you, you okay? mentioned people that ha- were introduced to soccer as Louisville City fans only, and that's me. There are only one soccer team that matters to me in the entire world, and that's Louisville City FC. And I didn't follow Drogba or Chelsea or EPL or any of that. And so I took a little heat when I said on Twitter a couple of days ago, I just hope everybody can rub the stars out of their eyes because, for me, it doesn't move a needle. I don't care. First of all, I don't get starstruck in general anyway. And that's just how It's I've true. He been. hangs out with me, and he never says anything <laughs> about it. Yeah. <laughs> but but then, I, then people took that as me saying, you know, you're not allowed to talk about it. I don't want you to even – no, I'm just saying we've got to focus here. And I don't want our team – I don't want the just the whole general, uh, I guess um, – uh, atmosphere, the whole environment to be about Drogba. I want it to be supportive of Louisville City as they try to repeat as champions, nope. and I don't want anything to take away from that. So if I'm guilty, the environment of, is about beating Drogba. Right there, well, you we go. We talked about it. We talked about it on the other day that you know if you're oh, <laughs> dang it, Joe. <laughs> If you're on a team playing against somebody like Drogba, the ultimate sign of respect is to play as hard as you can against him, right? I don't think starstruck – like, it's okay to be starstruck. He's he's a big deal, right? But I don't think it's something we would have to worry about, specifically because we're going to play our hardest against him. Yeah. Uh, During the press conference today, I know that – he, he had a, really, a lot of nice things to say about Paolo, but Paolo also had a lot of tough things to say about just the team, about how we're used to being sort of the secondary storyline and how uh, 
you know, yeah, it's an honor to play against this guy. He's a great player and uh, has a, had an unbelievable career, but also, you know, that they don't care if the story's about them as long as the story written about the champions is about them. Well, there was a headline that was out today. I saw it on Twitter. I, I'm not going to make enemies in the media. Scott would kill me if I start to do <laughs> oh, that. Oh, come on. They're not going to listen. Do it. Do it. I'll fight him. right down the line and said, I'm going to kick your ass, old man. <laughs> they're not, hey, they're not going to listen to this anyway, so I'm just going to say it. The headline today was, all eyes are on Drogba as Louisville City tries to repeat or whatever. I mean, that's bullshit. All eyes are on Drogba. Why are they on Drogba? They should be on Louisville City FC, especially if you're local media here yeah. writing that article. And so that kind of pissed me off a little bit. And that, that's the kind of thing that I was trying to avoid. By saying that, of course, the person that uh, wrote that article doesn't care anything about me, doesn't even know I don't, exist. I don't disagree with you at all, Lance. I think you're right. But if you're the league and you're trying to sell this to as many advertisers in Jana King, which is the latest, you know, whatever, sanitation provider for the, for the USL or whatever the hell it is. <laughs> I'm wondering you know, if you know they can stop by my house like it's later. A, it's always something new. Uh, is that with, where all the Cincinnati streamers will go? Uh, absolutely. Oh. I, I'm not, that's not even... <laughs> Not even fake news. Like that, literally, is a new USL sponsor that they've made a big press announcement for and everything. Which is, but they're trying to sell this game. Yeah. And the way you sell this game is one of the not probably five greatest center forwards that's ever played the game is playing in the in our league in our league cup final. And so, and that's what you know, big local media who doesn't pay attention to us usually is probably going to try and do because that's what's going to get the clicks or whatever the hell it is. But 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 you know. I can see why Paolo and, and, and company would be pissed off and playing the disrespect card. That's what Michigan State does in football all the time. Like, nobody thinks we can do it. Nobody thinks we can do it. Nobody pays attention to us until we come and kick you in the face. Yeah. Uh, and I, you know, going into this game, and I don't, I don't, you know, we, I don't mean to change directions on us, but I'm going to. I feel, <laughs> I feel really good uh, about our chances going to this. I mean, yes, they're a dangerous team. They're very good. Uh, you know, but I was talking to a guy on a PRFC Fan Show or something like that. I watched that. that. You were very good. Well, the I beard looked it. fantastic. Thank you. I appreciate that. See, somebody's paying attention. Uh, the, the time lag was a little bad. You were talking about four seconds ahead of the my image. Face. Yeah. But, but the beard never wavered. It, it looked fantastic the is, whole time. It is permanently <laughs> stuck to my face, so that helps. But, but point being, you know, I, I think that they're, they're a team that uh, they, they can play a couple of different ways. Uh, but I think that since Hackworth has gotten here, I think that we've been able to much more adaptable than we were previously, which is a nice thing to to have. Uh, and frankly, our guys, if we play our best game, we can we, we can and should win. I, I really and truly do feel that. I mean, they're they're a dangerous group. Chris Cortez is a great player. Uh, Asante is a great player. You obviously have Drogba. Uh, their midfield doesn't doesn't uh, impress me particularly, or the or the. Uh, or their back line, but that doesn't mean they can't get a job done. But I, I think that at, at point, the way we're playing right now, there's no reason for me to think we can't score two, three goals in the game. Well, and also, I'm pretty sure that when it comes to this, that Cortez is uh, not going to be playing. Wow. So we're actually uh, one step up on uh, really? who we were expecting. to. Yeah, their leading goal scorer and our leading goal scorer are, are probably – player. Uh, uh, yeah. Are probably unlikely to play in this game. I don't think uh, has Scott Stewart, official media man, has Cortez been officially ruled out? No, but same situation as Cam in terms of it'd be delightful uh, if they played. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Well, so we we shouldn't expect him to start, and if he does start, we should expect him to play minimal minutes in right. terms of these things, and that that goes a long way. I, I think, uh, but you're right; it's a really good team, and Drogba is only a very small portion of it. Mm-hmm. But I feel great about this game. I, I 
on our show, I said uh, I expect us to win five nothing, and I don't really waver from that. I think that this I don't think that this is much of a match. I went back and watched some more of uh, went back and watched some more of Phoenix play, and I think that against their own competition, they are perfectly good. I do not think that they'll play well against us. I looked at some numbers earlier in the week, and for the playoffs, they've barely had the ball, which is I, I don't know if they're yeah, sitting back some and countering. Tiny percentage of it's like thirty percent, like yeah, 30, 35 percent, something it's, like that. Yeah, it's, but, uh, I mean, I guess that's their game. But, though, I mean, but for the but season, it isn't during their season, yeah, during the season, they don't that play isn't that their way. Game, right? They play, they play like they play, we play. They play. Typically in the West, I mean, I have gone back into my football manager stage <laughs> to look at the dots, the ones with the zeros, to see, to see how how it works out there. The more comparable team to us out West is Orange County. Correct. They play that, and they're they are the best team in the West. Yeah. Uh, were they were the best team in the West? No, are because if we never mind, we'll we'll have that argument <laughs> yeah. later. And in, in a broader sense, the Western Conference teams are. As it has been the past four years, the lower part of the Western Conference is straight like, trash. I mean, is pretty bad. Right. And even though their points don't look as bad as a Toronto or a Richmond, they're also playing against one another. Our twelve, the Tampa Bay Rowdies, who came in twelfth, would probably come be a sixth or seventh seed in the West. While teams like Reno and even the Monarchs by the end of the year would get beaten by Charleston or Indy 11 or the lower playoff. Yeah, Led but Jordan, Lamb. it was more like that last year than it is this year. I think the Western Conference is better this year than it was the in 2017. But, I mean, I thought, you know, based on all that, that Swope Park, what were they, like the sixth seed coming in, playing against us last year at Slugger? And, and man, it was all we could do to scratch a goal on them and, and walk away with a 1-0 victory. That's what's got me concerned about Phoenix is that that conference is better than it was, and this team looks yeah, like it's on fire. Yeah, but their defensive record throughout the course of the year, they play, if you watch them play, not in neutral game perspectives, which means when they're not up. They so 0-0-1-1. Zero, zero, one, one, the thing whatever. is, 0 one one they play more like the Red, maybe not high, as high of a press, but play more like the Red Bulls. They do have a countering style, but their game isn't to give you 70 oh, They want possession. the ball. They want the ball. Yeah. yeah. The, this, the, the, I feel like the thing is that from like a 30,000-foot view is that Phoenix is coming into this like, hey, we want to win. We've made it this far. Nobody thought we would. A few people thought we would, but not a lot of people thought we would. We want to win. The difference is that if you're coming here, Louisville City is – we know to win. that we can win. Not only do we want to win, we want to make history by winning it back-to-back. We know how to win. You've never played a team like us in the Eastern Conference. You've never played a team like us. I I disagree. I think because the East and the West, it's very similar to what Lance always says, that, like – it's like two different leagues. It, the teams do It's just not like the old World Series. Just like right? the old World Series. So when it comes to it, I think Phoenix looks at the Western Conference sides, right. and they've done well. They've come in. They were in third place. It's not like they were. They were. Top, they were in front of. They were in the lead for the conference for a little while after right. Real or Monarchs slipped. But for they a didn't. Bit. They they never experienced FC Cincinnati. No. Or a Bob Lilly defense in in for Pittsburgh or Tampa or, for that or matter. Tampa or the Red Bulls. Well, and I think they're coming here going. Well, like, it's, oh, we're playing against, like, I mean, even one fan said, it's like, oh, picture the, the butterflies, but a little worse. And like, <laughs> no, you don't seem I to realize that. that Louisville City is the, is the gold standard of all of American club soccer no, that's what I'm for saying, the past four years. Never, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Well, this drives me I'm crazy, but I agree with you. Yeah, but I, don't, I don't think they think that. I think they think yeah. it's like, oh, 
This will be fine. We're good. They're good. This will be fun. And that's why, like, I feel a similar way where uh, I would not be shocked if we won 5 nothing. Right. <laughs> well, the... Uh... I, I agree with you. This is what happens uh, when you get me on a podcast. The, uh, no, the, I did a solo uh, one. I could do this by myself. <laughs> we know. We've heard. The kicker to this is I truly agree with all four of those viewpoints because I agree with Lance. I think the West is better this year than it was last year. I think that it is a better conference and was a better testing point. I think that Swope was in this same boat last year, and we had a dogfight against them to win one nothing. I also agree with Andy. I also agree with Jordan that, you know, that this is the best team that any of these guys are going to face and that they aren't prepared for what we are going to bring in terms of our intensity and our talent level versus what they've been seeing all year. But with all that being said, I've watched these games and everything that I've seen says that Louisville City is in their best possible form right now. They've been playing so well. Uh, all right, I've got enough people here that it's not just Andy. Uh, ten games in a row now? Ten wins on the trot at this point? I think it's nine, but oh, nine. yeah. I'm going to call it ten now. <laughs> but no, uh, so nine wins in a row. They have been dominating some people, 28-5 over that time span. Yeah. And I just I, I don't think that whatever Phoenix is bringing is going to matter. Uh, having watched it, I don't think that they can rise to the level that we can rise to, and I expect the boys to come out on fire and just dominate. I, I don't know who was saying it the other day, but uh, I, I totally agree that I think the reason that we've hit another level is that I think Brian Obi might be playing the best soccer. Woo! He's, he's, yeah. he's that guy's killing I won't say ever played because he's had some national team appearances. He's, he played it for Houston for a while. Uh, you know, he, he was that, and I think injuries are what made him basically let, let him down to here. But, I mean, he's unstoppable right now. He right? was phenomenal in the first half of last year. If you go back yeah. and look, I mean, he was, he was actually, I think, at one point, maybe seven or eight games in, was the leading goal scorer for Louisville City. Obviously, we scored by committee last year, so it really wasn't setting the bar too high there. But I think he's been phenomenal, you know, minus his injuries, and I think that has slowed him down, or we would have seen a lot more of this. But you go back and look at that New England Revolution game at Lynn Stadium when he had the longer field. Oh my God! He just butchered those boys. Well, that I, you I know, mean, it was it, unreal. When, he, when we've played up at, at Montclair, when he's gotten a, a chance to play up there, because that's a big stadium where New York Red Bulls plays. He's a, he's an animal in space, and I, you know, if we got if he's got somewhere to run, I, I think it's going to be very difficult for anyone to, to lock him down. I don't know anything about uh, Phoenix's fullbacks or anything, but I think uh, they're going to have their they're, freaking they're hands full. Uh, Dia and Abdul Salam are former MLS. I mean, like Abdul Salam played for. Well, I mean, Dia played for the Impact, and uh, Abdul Salam played for uh, Sporting Kansas City. Uh, they're typically, I mean, those guys in the MLS were attacking-minded fullback. Like, the main problem with Phoenix is very similar to New York that we just played, mm-hmm. is that on the ca- they, they do play more of a counter style than right. New York, but Phoenix still wants to win the ball high. Not as high as, like, New York is swarm, is ridiculous. But you have to expect Phoenix to try to win the ball by where Paolo and Nile are. Not by the center backs, but in the midfield. Disrupt that play. And then they break, their fullbacks move up, but their back line is not, their defense is not solid. The, Western, the bottom of the Western Conference, like Tulsa, whatever, can't take advantage of that. 
Yeah, I mean, for me, back to Ombi quickly, playoff Brian is playoff Brian. And yeah. he was the same way last year. I mean, Unreal. he absolutely shredded people. I mean, yeah, we would have hard. lost that Rochester game without Brian Ombi's energy. It's, it's I, well, we would have lost the New York game I without think, it. Yeah. I, said on, I said on the final judgment, I think the most pivotal goal in Louisville City history is Ombi's goal against yep. Rochester. Yep, yeah. I changed agree. the entire tenor of the playoffs for us. And on, on Phoenix, quickly, though, I think we just played the perfect prep team. Right. I think we yeah, could absolutely. not have asked for a better lead-in to Phoenix than New York Red Bulls, Do too. you all see them being as uh, physical, chippy, we'll call it? That day, somebody, was at, somebody was asking me. <laughs> Floppy. Divey, Divey, Divey embellishy is a good word. I don't – here's the thing. Every time we play Red Bulls, it's, that game played out exactly like all of our yeah. games against them went. So it was nothing new. I was I was at that game with my kids and, and my their soccer team. They got to be player escorts, and that was very fun. But by the time I finally got settled and could watch it, it was about five minutes had gone by, and every single challenge was. I mean, yes, everybody you know you know flopped all over the place or whatever. But at the same time, it was super physical. Oh, and yeah. I don't know if Phoenix is ready for that. By the way, because somebody had asked me about that on that show I did earlier this week, they said it seemed like it was a real. You guys play a real physical brand of soccer. I'm like, dude, that's New York. That's just how. Yeah. But we have to match that. Like our first we four or five games, we didn't win that. a point against them. That's how we we just had to learn how to play that way. And Rochester's the same way. And Pittsburgh this year was the same way. I think more than anything, Indy, we have the ability Ottawa, to handle Indy, yeah. Eastern Conference is a physical. It's not conference. that we have the ability to do that too. It's that we have the ability to handle it. Well, because we were shrinking violets for a little while, and then we've like we've that. slowly but surely toughened up and been able to make well, things happen. And Joe Woolley weighing in. Do you think that Phoenix can handle a Brian Ombi tackle like he did uh, a few games ago where he just completely knocked some kid right out in the, uh, on the touchline? Dude, Colin Fernandez is a central midfielder for them. He's not a big dude. No. Paolo might knock him. Sante is a midget. Yeah. <laughs> they've, they've got, well, that was, that, was, that was a little more on the nose than I was expecting to be. I kind of want to make that a soundbite and just <laughs> play it every now and then. Asante's a midget. Didier Drogba and Solomon Asante are like Russian dolls. They go in. <laughs> Nesting dolls? Yeah, I got you. Yeah. It's actually a special move that they have. He gets on his shoulders and they run down the field. Well, I've like seen that. Like I've Mad seen Max and Thunderdome? Yeah. yeah, it's very it's, master blastery. Uh, there you uh, go. That's <laughs> awesome. It's like the Statue of Liberty play, really. It's exactly. very dangerous. Uh, I, I kind of want to shift gears now a little Please bit do. because I, I mean I love not that I don't want to talk about Russian nesting dolls because I I have a lovely collection but uh, I just wanted to talk about a little bit about uh, we, Ukrainian we, we won five one in our last game we I talked about how we've been on such great form over the last several games and that's fantastic we've got the biggest game of the year obviously tomorrow and that's fantastic but what I'm curious about is all of us are you know, would-be pundits and, uh, you know, in our own minds, we're great analysts, uh, analysts of what's going on, and that's fantastic, the best. too. I'm the best, and I'm just I mean, obviously, everybody agrees that Andy is the best at this, but <laughs> the boss... I'm a sleeper. I'm a sleeper, for sure. But <laughs> Let me guess dark already. Dark already. Dark <laughs> the winning goal will be Oscar Jimenez on a set piece hey! of pocket. Hey! There we go! That's nice. Now we're talking. Don't forget about My the man. doves. Don't forget about the doves. My man gets it. <laughs> there will be doves. Um... <laughs> The, uh, Prince will come out. He'll be the second coming. But, It'll be but great. the real reason I bring all that up 
is because I want to know about us as fans a little bit more than as, uh, you know, uh, people who talk about the game and who people who pay attention specifically. Like, what, what's, what do we got going on tomorrow? Like, tomorrow, it's, it's what, 8.45 now on the night before the dang final? Uh, the longest day of work in the history of my career. What time are you off tomorrow? Technically... <laughs> the best kind of right. Technically, cut off is at 4.30. So, so you'll at, be leaving at 2. At 4.25, I'll be putting on all my gear. I didn't even know you had gear. Are you a coal miner? Kind of. Kind of. So I actually, uh, I'm not superstitious, but I'm a little stitious. Oh, I like that. That's good. Nah. Um, and the clothes that I have worn for the playoffs, I have not washed I have not washed it. It smells awful. It smells awful. Reasonable. Um, It's three shirts and a pair of socks. The underwear. Yeah. No pants. You're going shirt shirt cock is what that's called. The jeans. I Donald Duck it a lot. I'm not sure if you. It's a, if you look on USL's website, the 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 highlights from the New York. So that's game, why there's the fence. You can tell I'm house, Donald Ducking it. It's weird. <laughs> All right, Jordan, you you work in your underwear. Like, what are you uh, what do you got going on? Right, now? I had to put on pants to come here to even do this. <laughs> <laughs> They're very pants. clean. They're very clean. What? My my day doesn't change at all because I, I mean, I work in front of a computer. My home office fifteen feet from where I sleep all the time. So it's just that. Uh, I can't decide if that's really amazing or really sad. It's one or the other. I'm sure of it. I got a TV in there. I got plenty of screens. <laughs> he's I can not there. He's not gonna, no, then it's amazing. Uh, what time? What time are you planning on getting down to the field tomorrow? Well, I'll probably be at the Cardinal Alley, or whatever. But I'm just excited that I get to go to the game. Yeah. Because last yeah, yeah, year yeah. I was on a cruise trying to figure what? out VPNs. I had to watch. This I've thing. been wondering this ever since you mentioned that like three weeks ago. Where were you cruising to? It was a Caribbean. It was a Carnival Caribbean week long. Whatever. Sign and sail. A lot yeah, of yeah, that type of thing. Did they have good Wi-Fi? Did you do no, a final it was judgment? <laughs> I was, I was, no, I, of course I couldn't. I was watching the game on YouTube on the international broadcast, and every six minutes it would have to buffer for at least three to four minutes to catch up to oh whatever God. it's on. I think my ears would have started bleeding. So I probably just watched the like, winning oh! goal probably seven minutes out of whack. But how could I tell? Because I'm in the middle. of... Right, the Caribbean. I mean, the stupid the, Caribbean. Well, right. Games. So I got to, beaches I and <laughs> boat <laughs> drinks with before umbrellas. Stupid pod- tropics. <laughs> before I came to this podcast, I actually went to Target to get because I don't even have a winter coat. Sure, I thought <laughs> that's you were how gonna... little I go out. Like anywhere that I'm going, it's like I, I could be cold from here to the car. And then from the car to wherever I'm going to go. So, like, this is all I have. And, like, well, I'm going to be outside for, like, six No hours. wonder you talk so damn much on your podcast. You're just happy to be associating with someone live and in person. He, oh, my gosh. It's all pent up. He's done, like, five of these a day. This is nothing new for him. No. This is, it's like, okay, one of Jordan. six podcasts that he does. Right. He's, he's I, busy. I'm doing eight million things at once. I hear you. I, I'm the same way because I stay pent up in a car behind a windshield all day. So, one, once the, I get in front of a microphone. The one thing that I bam. do to prepare for big games uh, is I have a playlist on Spotify. Excellent. Oh. But I'm super excited and nervous about this. A lot of Whitney Houston. No, no, <laughs> you, you don't. You don't understand what I mean by the, a playlist on Spotify. Like I will, for maybe two hours straight, listen 
to only my old Kentucky home. Nice. And I like that. Over and over, and over and over. Over. Acapella. <laughs> Orchestras. <laughs> That's some serial killer stuff, dude. I mean, I love that. Remember, that awesome. I'm the most passionate about lipstick doing and loading up his rifle yeah. at walkout when it should be. So my exact, I, I, I've said this last year. I, I kept it going again this year. My exact Spotify is Waylon Jennings, and there's three songs in a row. And if I don't listen to those three songs on the way, I'm screwed. It's totally over. I'd melt down. I have those three songs, and I listen to that while I'm eating a, a, a protein bar and usually a shockwave or a, a monster energy drink. That's my same mojo. Yeah, Speedway. Real nice. quick, I wanted to throw in, let's not forget how rare those tickets are and how much every single person that's going to be there really wants to be there. I'm and actually selling mine for $1,799. <laughs> they're, still up, they're still available. It, this has all been a long con. Still so available. I'm so sick. I bought so much bad merchandise. I want to get, get my money back in one fell swoop. I, 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 heard, I heard a rumor that if we won the title, they were going to present you with a shirt that was all gray pockets. Like just nothing, nothing but no, just no, a big gray, gray pocket. When we win the title, instead of storming the field... Two words: merchandise bonfire. Oh. <laughs> All Let's the one- have a clearance sale of ashes. <laughs> All the one-star stuff goes away. That's a, I, that's a you can make an insurance claim on that. So there you go, Taylor. Taylor, what's your day look like tomorrow, man? What's man, your day? Mine is honestly it. I should be treating it a lot more seriously than I am, but I I didn't go to work today, and so I'm going to go to work tomorrow. Dumb. Yeah. Um, my, my dad is going. I'm bringing two of my kids with me. and so Your dad's going to work for you tomorrow? No, he's going to the game with me. He's going to the game with me. Because we're all, but the, my oldest son and my dad and I are all on the plaque or whatever, right? Uh, but he doesn't get in from Toronto until like freaking six o'clock or something. So I wait to, I have to wait for him to show up so we can all go down. Is he a Kentucky or Louisville native? Yeah, he's from here. He's, I mean, he's, 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 he lives here. Are he's you from buying here, but... a specific bottle of bourbon to present him when he gets off the plane from no. freaking Toronto? No. He's he's it's so a business you don't thing. love your dad. No, he's on saying. a plane five days a week. I don't. He's flying. It does. It's Toronto's just the a name of a city I picked out of a hat. I don't know where the hell he's coming from. I got you. But he he'll be back, and so we're we're all going to go together. It's I, I'm not I'm not doing anything nearly as fun as you guys. I wish I was, but I gotta I gotta actually like make money tomorrow. <laughs> I took off the day. I'm just doing housework. Yeah. I, I, I've heard a lot of people who are taking the day off or taking Friday off. I need to take Friday off. I don't think I will, but I'm, I need yeah, to. I took a half day Thursday, a half day Friday, I, end of the day Thursday, beginning of the day Friday. I'm really pleased with that decision making at this point. Uh, I'm worried that 11 will not be late enough on Friday, but that's 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 the extent of it. So uh, we we happened to find right out. Before lunch, man. I'm, I'm leaving right before lunch. I'm eating lunch, and then I'm going down to the stadium to start checking things out. At, like, 1, I'm just going to press my nose up against it <laughs> and see, you know, if people will let me in. I'm just going to, like, start splashing names around as though I know them. Like, have you ever heard of Scott Stewart? He's my uncle. Do you know Mike Mountjoy? Yeah, basically. <laughs> have you ever met Steve Livingstone? Because I, I have that guy's Where's phone the number. Where's the button? Yeah. I, have, I found that the other day. I was digging through scars. I found the Steve Livingstone button. So the button. expectation would be that, uh, that Scott is very, very busy tomorrow. We'll leave his, uh, his busyness to himself. But Lance has informed me that not only does he not have off of work tomorrow, but in fact... He's going into the belly of the beast tomorrow. He's got to go to Cincinnati. Yeah, I, I do. I do have a meeting in Cincinnati. The colon of the beast. 
Yeah, I have a meeting in Cincinnati tomorrow morning, and, and that was supposed to happen this afternoon. I punted it back to tomorrow so that I could come be here uh, because I wouldn't have gotten back probably in time to commit. So, um, yeah, on game day, I'm going up there, uh, and hopefully 71 won't be too crowded on the way home, uh, as it can be at times, and I'll be able to get to the to the stadium early. Lane's I mean, I, the game's not at till 8, but I think I want to get there at like 530 just it's, because Tate's going to be with me. Uh, just to save on parking and all that, you know, it's kind of tough to get down there and do all that. If during your day you get bored, like around two or three, and you want to FaceTime me, man, for support, <laughs> I'll do it, Andy. You just give I, me a shout. I don't even have your digits, man. How am I supposed anyway, to FaceTime so you, fine. dude? You yeah. got to hook, hook, let's hook up after after yeah, the show. Bro. You tell me what your phone number is, digits, and I'll take you up on that FaceTime because I, I will think, be I needing. Think the best thing that should happen, what the club should really do, since you've been such a loyal. Non-employee. I'm so glad that you recognize that, George. Right. <laughs> Somebody should. Right. That doesn't get paid. That in order to, because obviously if you don't go to work and sell your saw blades, that you will, you know, lose your job. Thank that you. That maybe the club should sponsor like a stipend. saw blade night at the oh, USL. Dude, the oh, dude. That would go over well. My like boss each night gets a saw blade. My real world boss. The official would have saw a blade at the USL. The <laughs> They're all purple. They're all purple. <laughs> Do you sell any purple saw blades? We can, I guess. I <laughs> have a little purple hue to them, depending as on the color. As long as it's in it, as it's in a clear bag. Yeah, you can get into clear bag. stadium. That has uh, like a uh, thirty for thirty all over it, doesn't it? Or what do they call it? Uh, ESPN. Oh, yeah, so. it's like it was it uh, disco night at Tiger Stadium, but way worse. Yeah, that's yeah. right. By, they show Solomon Asante. This guy used to be six foot two. Saw Solomon Asante. Evan, before we started this podcast, you were saying that you wanted to know what everybody was going to do, and you don't know how badly I want to know how what everybody's going to do at the tailgate, what you're going to be drinking, because I have to live vicariously through you guys. You have no idea how difficult it is when you're someone like me who loves to have a good time, who loves to put down the alcohol, to walk in straight-faced, and then have this guy staring at me, Scott Stewart, staring at me with laser-sharp eyes saying, if you make one peep of celebration, I'm throwing your ass out of here. You have no idea how hard it is to stay composed. I'll do it because that's what's required of that position. I that have, I have a, what, your fear of Scott Stewart is, is appalling to me. You're so much bigger than he is. Because, not, no, it's not, it's not because of that. It's, it's, it's not, I think Scott's a, a fine fellow, but I mean, I... I that's a, Scott, that's a compliment coming from Jordan. That's huge. We've had other people in these positions. I take a look at the club website because I go there to criticize it all the time. <laughs> and uh, like, Scott, like the, the, guy, the guy that changes the oil of the merchandise truck is higher on the totem pole. Than Scott Stewart. So what are you scared about him? Scott, if you want to fight him right now, no one's going to blame you. By tomorrow night, I'll have been sober for approximately 40 seconds by the time Lance walks in. So we'll figure it out. What you don't understand is I was stuck in a position after Jeff Milby left this spring to go to Richmond. And and, and God bless Jeff Milby, and I wish him very well. I uh, hope he's able to achieve all the dreams he's ever hoped for. Because the but, kickers are awesome. But, but it left and us. The same with <laughs> James O'Connor's achieving his dreams right now. Yes, sorry. exactly. Oh. Ooh, that, low blow. I'm that, sorry, guys. That left us kind of stranded on Soccer City. And then Keith alone uh, couldn't do it this year for personal reasons. I imagine he, he probably won't come back. 
And so I, not only did I had to find a replacement for Keith alone to keep the show going, I had to host the damn thing by myself, which I'm not very good at. Okay, so we had some fun doing it. You we had some fun minutes. doing it. Thank you. That's very kind. But, but I needed Scott. So I begged him all summer long and kept going to Brad Estes. Brad, you got to find somebody, Scott. you got to find somebody. Scott's the one to do it. Finally, Scott. Cleared some time. See, Brad could have called any one of us. I'm a little disappointed that he. No, 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 no. You all have your own thing going, man. That's true. I'm going to get Brad Estes to sign off on you hosting a freaking soccer show on any of us but Jordan. Okay, sorry. Come on. I would love to wash my hands of Soccer City if it meant Jordan Cooper would be the one taking. Oh, that would be interesting, wouldn't it? I think though, I'm gonna I'm gonna take one second to be a complete. An utter nudge and say that what? everybody, I know, everybody loves Lance. The fact that uh, he does well, Soccer City and did the job. Everybody except Scott. Every, everybody Stewart. but Scott. Yeah. But no, the, the concept of him doing the, uh, <laughs> doing the the PA for us and doing the radio show for us and giving us content and giving us something to call our own and the Lucidity goal is something to call our own. Uh, I've always, I mean, since before I was talking to anybody about. Louisville City, other than, you know, my wife who didn't care. Uh, I always appreciated what Lance was doing for us. And so the idea that you feel underappreciated, Eloso, is uh, is deeply saddening to me. And I promise that when you ask for us to be drinking in your honor tomorrow, while you cannot, uh, I will be drinking. I think we'll oblige you of that. That's yeah, something we I will be drinking personally some uh, some larceny bourbon because that's what jared brings and i can drink it for free and the i will also be drinking some kraken rum because that's what scouse brings and i can drink it for free and i will also be drinking some sam adams oktoberfest because uh that's what they sell at my speedway Mm, that sounds so good at your speedway that's very kind thank you for all the kind words i only i I feel very loved by every one of you guys and, and all the fans and all that it's always been a great time the only person i don't feel loved by and it's a, it's a joke. He loves me, and I'm going to get him to admit that he loves me probably before we leave here tonight. You might have to wait a week, but it'll, it'll happen. <laughs> hey, you, but you, I'm going to drink some of that bourbon with you, win or lose, tomorrow night, Evan, after the game, okay? After the game, I'm doing shots no matter what, because guess what? I took off work on Friday. Boom. To, to, to add to that, and it, I'm, I, I'm only interjecting because it's very rare that I say nice things about people, <laughs> that in addition to Lance... Uh, Kevin Kernan, yep. uh, Greer, all the people on the broadcast team. There was a point, I believe, two years ago uh, that uh, I made a website called Cowgill Cackles <laughs> because our broadcasts were a joke, and if we're going to be treated like a real team in a real sport, you can't have, like, the Fondy goal in the Charleston play, like, that is yeah. part of history yeah, of yeah. the club and the call and the the graphics and everything. So I appreciate the fact that Soccer City Radio, the coaches show, especially now, yeah, uh, with Howie Lindsay and and the, all the podcasts and everyone it, that treats it seriously in the media, like that's what a real team in a real sport is, yeah. and it's not a like sideshow. Not right. It's not uh, not a sideline act. It's not uh, Didier Drogba and. Maybe it's a Halloween kids yoga class night or whatever. No, I, I agree. Hold on, hold 100%. on, hold on. Halloween kids yoga night is that what you? <laughs> well, well, Taylor before said that uh, that his kids were player escorts, and I, I the first immediate thought was it's it's the it's 
universally a Louisville, so maybe don't mention players and escorts in the same sentence. Fair point. Oh, fair point. Oh, no. I, I knew I liked you. And I, I don't I even you. follow college sports. <laughs> I'm a UofL fan, and that's still pretty bad. <laughs> <laughs> and true. Don't do that. <laughs> Uh, I, I think it's a, a fair point, uh, and you know, Jordan, you, you go on, on on diatribes about that all the time, but I generally agree with them uh, completely. You know, we've all, for those of us who's grown up here uh, and have lived through the ice hawks and the bats and the river frogs and all the bullshit that came the with, river. yeah, you remember that? <laughs> no, the river frogs were awesome at Broadbent Arena. That was a good time. The river frogs were amazing. Dude, they were the f- really. You probably have a river frogs tattoo. <laughs> Dude, I do not have a river frogs tattoo or any other tattoo, but I hope to on Friday. All right, the real. We stole Taylor. Hang on. Let Taylor Taylor finish. Uh, The point I'm making is is that the reason all – and I forgot about the stick horses, the the indoor lacrosse team. I I, I 100% agree with Jordan. Because none of those teams ever really got treated like they were a big deal. Uh, And I think, you know, through fits and starts, we've managed to – I think – with a lot of fan uh, input and help and support, which I don't think would have we would have would have been able to pull off back in those previous iterations of professional sports in Louisville, but I think that it's coming around. Everybody's kind of coming around to the idea to to what the way Jordan's been preaching for at least two three years now. Where if you treat it like it's a big deal, then it'll be a big deal. Yeah, and this is a you big know, deal, and it's a bigger deal than it was last year some, somehow. But it really is part of that, honestly. And I agree with you. The River Frogs. And the bat, like we all look on those, the Panthers, remember the Panthers? Oh, yeah. We all look in those fondly. Like some of my best memories with my family are going to those games. But it was the same as going to a circus or something. There was no difference. I think the difference, though, is that when Louisville got a professional soccer team, the amount of people who came out of the woodwork who had just been waiting to get a soccer team kind of blew people's minds. Blew my mind. Yeah. Blew my mind. It was insane, and like the number of people who had been waiting for it, it made it made the feeling in the city palpable. Like you could tell that this was going to be a big deal. To be hundred percent honest, hundred percent honest, I felt sorry for Louisville City, and that's why I agreed to do the PA thing. I thought it'd be fun to do it at Slugger Field, but I felt sorry you for Steve. Pity PA. No, I, yes, I did. PA. I felt sorry. I want you to love him. No, stop it. <laughs> Now, I, I felt sorry PA, for Steve Just like Peak. my prom night, the pity pee. Oh, you take what you can get. <laughs> That's exactly right. Thank you, Andy. Hey, I felt sorry for Steve Peak. I felt sorry for Amanda well, once should, I got to meet her. There's a lot of reasons to feel sorry for Steve Peake. Yeah, he sorry. worked a lot that first year and put in a lot. And then, but, but when I showed up that first day, and I thought there'd be 1,000 people, I, I thought this is going to last six months, and that's about it. It'll tank. Just like every other one of these river frogs, panthers, whatever. Uh, and so then when I saw 6,000 people there, yeah. but what really captured me was when the, the, the Louisville City fans were walking this way, the St. Louis fans were walking this way, and they crisscrossed out in its center field. I hate to use baseball terms, but that's where it that's is. Where it out is. in center field, and I just watched that, and I thought, what the hell are these people doing? How can they be so excited? Neither team's ever even played a game before. How are they this excited? And I watched what happened, and I got goosebumps. And I was like, this passion that you guys – Taylor, and, and whoever else might have been here that day marching with him. Code, I see you guys raising your hand. It just it was infectious, and I watched. It's just been incredible what's happened the last four years. Taylor, you're one of the OGs, man. I mean, you know, I don't know who all else was. I don't know who all was. I know the stories about how that all started over at Molly's, uh, and Tag was telling me about that one day. And, 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 and uh, it, look, who else? And so I don't forget them and, and not give them proper respect. Please name them for me, but 
But did you ever imagine that you would be in this situation just a few short years later with Louisville City defending the USL Cup championship back to back and having someone of Didier Drogba's no, caliber no. come into town to do that? No. Scalpers I mean, could it even be a ticket? Could you have ever imagined it? No, uh, you know, I knew it was going to be a bigger deal than anything we'd ever than the city had ever done before. Just by, based on the fact they went from four guys in September of 2013 to 1500 by January when Phil Rollins showed up of the fall of 2014, I guess it was. So I knew I knew it was a big deal, and I knew there was a lot of excitement about it. And I knew soccer was a big deal here. Like I would go to, I'd go to Molly's uh, in St. Matthews or in the Highlands on a Saturday for to pick up my credit card because I left it there the night before or something like that. <laughs> And there'd be it'd be packed, and I was just like, "What is going on?" I knew I knew about soccer, but I wasn't super into it. And then things happened. Um, but you know, I knew it was going to be different. Just a based on the amount of enthusiasm that people had that had not, that had no stake in it whatsoever. Yeah. Uh, I you know when Wayne Estoppel was still involved, <clears throat> you know I knew he had a pretty good idea of at least where to start because he'd had some experience with Phil Rollins and with Orlando City and things like that. So he had a good uh, playbook to operate out of. Um, and so it, I, I didn't, I, you know, I knew it would be something that had a, had a chance, uh, to last a few years, but I, did I think we'd be here? Hell no. I had no, no inkling. I had no, I, I you know, I knew that they had to have a stadium to survive. I, but I thought it was a God, five, 10% chance we'd be yeah. able to pull that off. And it, and we beat that with flying colors. And that's really the, the biggest thing, frankly, to me, because the longevity club matters to me more than, more than just about anything else. But agreed. did I think that, uh, we'd be. Did I think we'd be USL champions in three years? Hell no. Did I think we'd be playing back to back, especially after the crazy ass season we've had? No, I didn't. I didn't. I really didn't. I'm a generally negative person. Uh, okay. <laughs> but, but, but because just because you're I, sitting next to Jordan, I'm a Kentucky can you really feel comfortable <laughs> saying that? I'm a Kentucky football fan, so it makes me negative about most go. things. Uh, but you know, no, I couldn't be more ecstatic about uh, where we are and the prospects that they have now. I think they hired a great, uh, you know, with with hiring Hackworth. I think they've done. Uh, it basically killed a couple of birds with one stone. I'm yeah. very interested to see how he fleshes things out in the future. And, again, the stadium and income and things have a lot to say about how that's all going to go. But I'm more excited now than I <laughs> – hard to believe. I'm more excited about where Louisville City can go now than I was four years ago. Well, I, mean, I think that it's completely fair to say that everybody who is sitting in this room and everybody who would bother listening to this podcast will immediately be able to 100% say – we wouldn't be here without the concept of those four people in that room in the first place. And that's yeah. fantastic. And we all owe a giant debt of gratitude to the Coopers, to the original Coopers, to the, the people who really brought this team here in the first place. And it just, it gets me pumped up every time thinking about the idea that, you know, nothing has ever changed the world, but a small group of people with a big idea. And that was you guys. We'd still be here without Scott Stewart though. Well, we, without we Scott Stewart, we would, <laughs> frankly, I think we'd be thriving without but, but Scott the, Stewart. But the thing we might is, be celebrating our fifth straight championship. Yeah. We've only been around oh, four years. God. Scott, what did you do to make these people <laughs> mad? This is everywhere with every leaving, breathing body that I interact with. So I've oh just, I'm God. so used to it Scott. at this point. He hey, came in, here for the money. We all yeah. know it. In reality, <laughs> the, big, the big paycheck. In reality, the, the, the club was in a little bit of a hot spot last year with, with Jonathan Littner leaving and Scott Stewart stepped into a role uh, that, you know, frankly, I, I don't know that there was any one uh, individual that was really qualified to do what Scott's done this past season at the level <laughs> do he's done. Do you not have LinkedIn? Hey, I'm, hey, <laughs> look, 
here's the deal. This dude works extremely hard. I'm not afraid of him. I have a lot of respect for him. He's a I'm young not... man that I've talked to him a lot. I like that you hey. threw him. I'm not afraid of him. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Somebody brought that me. up earlier, said that. Why He's are you afraid of him? No, Come I'm not on. afraid of him, for God's sakes, but I have respect for him. And he's my friend, and I think he'd say the same thing if he'd put down the cool guy routine, and he would open up his heart, oh. and he would tell you how much he loves El Oso. You, well, you're you both very handsome. Routine. So, I mean, I just want to say, just going back to the uh, not knowing where we'd be, I thought I was going to be a casual fan. I really did. My friend Cody here, he introduced me to soccer with World Cup uh, 14, or was it 12? 10. That was my first time really watching soccer. I fell in love with it. He told me we were going to have a team in 2015. I'm like, okay, I'll go to a few games. I was hooked the moment I started watching it live. Now, I think that's been <clears> the experience <throat> of a lot of our fans is the idea that, you know, if you get somebody out to a game, we say it all the time, if you get yeah. somebody out to a game, one out of three of those people are going to come back. And that's been our experience in Scouse's house. And I know that the Coopers have experienced something similar. And I know that Jordan is affiliated with no one. But uh, that he has had a similar experience. That when you see, I, a, I'm a paid Cooper. I was a former <laughs> Cooper board member. But the uh, the experience that uh, make it out like I'm this like vigilante or something, <laughs> dude. I like to picture you as a vigilante. I like to picture you in a cape at night. That's just that's how I do you it. That's how I work. Like you, you live on the fringe of society, just in general, Jordan. <laughs> but I, I'm about I'm about to join his fantasy racquetball league because uh, the fantasy. If you can bet on it, he's in. If you can yeah, bet on if, it, he's if in. I, if I could draft a team, I'll take your money. <laughs> and he would if you haven't followed along. Um, all right, so the. There's been talk, and we have participated. I know Soccer City Radio has participated. There's been talk about what happens if, if we were to win the championship tomorrow. So uh, less than 12 hours from now, we'll be into the second half. We'll be getting excited. It'll be, it'll be right there. I mean, 24 hours. I apologize. 12 hours would be a weird 12, morning I was game. like... Well, I guess yeah. I have to get up super early. It'd be a weird So that's how, that's how they get 14,000 people. They do it twice. Yeah, two games. So, right. Dude, that would be amazing. There's a matinee and then an evening show. A matinee. A matinee. <laughs> the second, it's the second match that would be the best because you, you have to play exactly the same way. You have to have the same score. Shockingly, Drogba's not The understudies have to get their time show. in. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but... Imagining 25 hours, 24 hours from now that uh, maybe we have found a way to win this championship again. Uh, what, what does everybody have in mind? Because uh, first, I will tow the company line by saying that um, we have understood that it would not, probably not be in the best interest of Louisville City for the fans to rush the field. Why? Uh, because it's what? bad for our relationship with Lynn Stadium and the Louisville front and the uh, oh, I'm sorry, University then, of Louisville. Do they not like joy? I don't understand what the problem is. <laughs> they they <laughs> do not. Right? Come on now. Right. This now is I, a I big think deal. I think like, this is an opportunity gonna... for us to act like we've been there before because we have. We have been. I have been. Okay, Jordan, well, you're, so you're Jordan the field, is going to rush the field alone. Jordan, if you rush the field, if we're the only two people, Jordan, I'll do it with you. See how less in shape I am, Jordan. You. Get an exemption. I, I would rather be beg forgiveness than ask permission. That's all I'm saying. I do uh, think uh, before Scott gets on here and uh, gives the official company no. word, 
We I'll say that you, I was going to say, also, you give me week? way too much credit. Well, Nothing I say is official. <laughs> right. let's, let's get that's that That's really got to be distressing to the owners. Yeah, well. <laughs> <laughs> Once again, folks, welcome to the show. This is the one that John Neese listens to, and he's like, God damn it. <laughs> yeah. And yet How he still smiles when he sees me. It's very strange. Um... Yeah, I've been told it wouldn't be a great idea, but I'm also not going to say that if it if it happens, it happens, and that's. Lance have to tell us, please clear the field. Oh yeah, Lance. Lance will say the read, and of course you'll have security that are going to put hands up. But listen, man, once we're done, I'm done. Once full time's done, I'm done. And I'm I mean, not saying, done. I'm just done. Saying. I feel like I can outrun that security. I've oh, seen please. the security at Lynn Stadium. I've seen you run. I I'm not sure that's like true. I, can... I might strip off my credential and do it myself because I didn't get to rush now the field talking. last year. You know Are what I mean? Are they really going to stop a stadium full of people with saw blades? Really? <laughs> <laughs> That's good. Hey, it's saw blade night tomorrow night at the stadium. Hey, listen. I, hey, the reality is I asked Scott last night, and we had that podcast, Soccer City After Dark, and I asked him the same thing. I was like, dude, how are you going to stop 3,000? How am I going to stop the mayor and the owners rushing out on the field? They're going to arrest those guys? Brad Estes is going to rush the field. Yeah. Brad Estes is always on the field. He's well, like the, and, you know. And I like, <laughs> I like the idea. Rush it. He'll be there already. <laughs> I, I like the idea in theory of, you know, being able to contain these sorts of things. And I will to the best of my ability as a member of Scouse's House's leadership, not immediately jump over the imposing two-foot-tall retaining wall that yeah. will be in front of us. With no, the gaps but, in it? Yeah, as opposed to the 12-foot drop we had last year. Um, but, I still jumped it. But, uh, I jumped it. I uh, we all broke my jumped it. it. But the key to this is, uh, I mean, I, I, respect the, I respect the team's wishes in this, and I'll do my best, but I, I think that they're, it's wishful thinking if they think people aren't going to. But my official word to the Scouse's House's people listening to this is, hey, don't do it. Yeah, don't. it's more of a – it sounds like it's more stop, of a suggestion. St- stop that. Yeah. Stop. <laughs> stop running. Said, Swear to God, true story, Livingstone's yelling in my ear saying, tell him to clear the field. And I look at him and I go, look how beautiful that is. Yeah, and man, got goosebumps going. And then I turn around and I go, ladies and gentlemen, please clear the playing field. And, the same, and then I turn to him and I go, this is stupid. Let that happen. <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, we have a show to put on, trophy presentation, clear the field. They're not listening. Ladies and gentlemen, clear the field. And, and that should have been the ad for our season tickets. Season tickets at the uh, beginning of the so, beginning of, uh, so, of, this, of the next year. So uh, let's assume that all of us abide by the official position of Lou City, which is that we shouldn't rush the field. No, and shut up. Yeah, I'm, I, I, I'm actually with Andy on this one. But go ahead. Um, what would a real team in a real sport do? They would rush the field. That's not, correct. The Yankees so, wouldn't rush the field. That's true. The Yankee fans don't rush the field, but well, they also it's baseball. Have, that's why. That's fair. People fell asleep. They are very by old. The time They're very home. old. But uh, let's assume, though, that we have made it through the excitement of winning the championship. Let's assume that we have made it through the uh, awesome excitement of what will surely be a delightful uh, pep rally. Uh, and uh, cup hoisting afterwards at 4th Street Live or wherever they choose to hold it this year. The real question everybody's got on their minds is uh, the battle between the tattoos. I'm curious about it because... Uh, they have I, to match. Uh, and they have I'm to saying, match. What are the rulings on this? Like, am I allowed to go? They, they need to be sitting in, the, in see, chairs next to like one another. I don't feel like they need to match. I don't feel like they need to match. I think they should oh, be I your own they interpretation. 
No, I'm with Patrick on that. I don't agree with placement, but it should be Louisville City font, Louisville City colors. See, I thought that it should just be the the shield itself, like just the logo. Like he, like he's got to have stars. Yeah, just the shield, the, the two stars. That's what it comes down to. Yeah. The the two stars and you leave room for more. You don't just put the one and the two. But you do like so you do like like uh uh Dortmund or Bayern Munich do so they just kinda put them off to the side and expecting they're gonna be able to fill it in as they go along the line. So you think about that. Yeah. yeah. Uh you know, I don't know, this is more of a Lance and, and, and Hackworth thing, but I, I think it would be a great media opportunity if they both did the same thing. Well, plus Tattoo Charlies would think that'd be pretty great. We're not but, no 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 no. They're no. all I don't I don't have I don't know. We're not doing look 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 look. We're not doing tattoo. If this happens, if this happens, I'm gonna get everybody together. I'm gonna talk to my guy. Who's your guy? John Haas at Acme. Andy, let me And here's the thing about Acme, it is a Louisville staple. Like what better place to do it, right? Let me stop you though, Andy, real quick though. And that's great. I have no opinion on any of this. That, you, that you've obviously used a lot of times before. You, you have many tattoos. And I have zero. So I have no experience at this at all. I wouldn't even know where to begin. But Brad Gordon, you know, could, could actually set this up to be some sort of promotion for not only that tattoo parlor, but also for Louisville City. And I don't know what could be worked out. But, you know, if you've got seven or eight people, I don't know if there's a volume discount or whatever could happen that are going to do it right there on the spot. But the reality is, is that if it is coordinated, you know, but we're really, really being premature about this. Oh, sure. So I'm going to admonish every one of us. Excuse me, Patrick. I'm sorry. You're gonna, hey, wait a minute. This isn't a barrel proof, dog. We can cuss on this one, right? Huh? You heard me. So, hey, here's the deal. No, this is all under the pretense of if, if we win. Big capital I, big capital F, if we do win tomorrow night. This is something that needs to have a conversation. But, yeah. you know, we've Nobody's got next week to do it. scheduling no, no, a tattoo. Hold, hold we haven't on. called and, like, hooked direction. up a tattoo artist. We're just saying, if it happens, everybody, all if of this is happens. under the if. I'm saying if we win by more than five goals, it has to be a face tattoo. Yeah. Oh, yeah, we're You got Post Malone on that. That ain't going to happen, Hoss. <laughs> Lance, where would you get yours? Probably uh, right shoulder blade. Yeah. Probably the underneath of his foot. Evan, where would you get yours? <laughs> I, I'm I'm gonna that's say where, where I'm gonna say tattoo. where I'd that's, get my that's whoa. Fair point. I'm gonna say where I'd get mine, but first I do before Andy tries to make it sound like no big deal. Andy is planning on getting his on his bicep and not like on the back of his bicep, but on the flexible portion of his bicep. So that when he shows that thing up, like yeah, yeah, yeah. I have yeah. room there. I don't understand. He's, uh, he, he's, he's trying to brag about his workouts, and that's why specifically I'm getting mine on something with zero muscle definition on anybody. Your neck? Yes. Yes. <laughs> it's going to be a neck tat. No, uh, I imagine that if I get it, it'll be on my forearm. Good deal. Right. Taylor? And he's Taylor reflects on these fools. Dude, I don't know. I've had plenty of opportunities to, to make that decision, and I've yet to do it. So I'll have to. I'll just put, are you in on this, Taylor? I'm not if, in on this. I'm not, not in on this, but if I were to get a tattoo, it would be a gray pocket right here. Yeah. <laughs> I really will be living vicariously through all of you guys tomorrow. I'm very envious. I'd love to join you at some point, uh, and maybe someday down the road. Uh, that you know, some young buck can come in and be the PA guy. I am happy that I am in the position I am because I, I never would have. I, I'll just tell you flat out, I would never have even paid attention or batted an eye at Louisville City FC. I'm just like every other Joe Six Pack fan that likes to sit down with a six pack of beer and watch, you know, college football on Saturday, get up and play fantasy football on Sunday. But thank God that this was uh, something that I had exposure to. 
And it's because of you guys, man. And you guys with the podcast and everything, you're all fantastic. I can't name each one of you individually, but just know I really do get through the week of driving a lot of times. And then uh, in the evening or whatever, I'll, I want to hear what you guys have to say. You make it very real, make it very fun, and, and make it easy to be passionate about it. So thanks for having me here. I appreciate it tonight. No worries. Uh, thanks for coming, Lance. Thanks, for everybody, else for, uh, thanks everybody else for being here. And, and Lance, you'd asked for names of the guys that had kind of been involved at the very beginning, and I do want to give those guys a brief shout-out. Uh, John McCullough, J.C. Sissel, uh, Martin French, John Fish, Tim Clark, and Augustus Waiters were all pretty much – I mean, the, those are the ones who had been there. For, probably this time last year we're, we were sitting at – oh, and Chris Hibner. Uh, we're all sitting around a table at Saints or something for our second ever meeting. We doubled our membership in the span of a two weeks or something like that, and it's grown up exponentially since then. But I want to say a big thanks to all those guys. And, and they deserve it because, again, you know, we're, we're unbelievably spoiled four years in, never having failed to make the Eastern Conference final, two years in a row in the final. Last year we won the title. We've got a perfectly good shot at winning the title again this year. And it's, it's embarrassing. Like, you don't have this much success for a team in a uh, competitive league that also went from being Division Three to being Division Two under our watch, has improved. We've got a stadium coming. I think everybody's excited. And if you're not excited about tomorrow, I don't know how to help you. Like, you, what, what are you doing tuning into any of our shows if you are not just – over the moon, crazy, amped up about tomorrow because I know I am. I do. Uh, I do want to thank uh, everybody for uh, uh, being a part of this and letting me be a part of this because this has been a lot of fun. And I know that I'll see you all tomorrow for just like you know the party of the year. Right on, man. And Patrick for having to get this up quickly before you know. Thank you, Patrick. Thanks, Patrick. Tomorrow, Patrick and Patrick Blanton over here sitting at the end hasn't said a word. Patrick, you want to say anything? No. <laughs> <laughs> but he did help Patrick on the ones and twos getting set up. This is such an impressive setup. This is yeah. such an impressive setup. It really we is. basically record on Evan's <laughs> phone. This is amazing. <laughs> it's not basically. We record on Evan's phone. Yeah. Yep. Oh, All right. Oh, Patrick, All right. get out of here. Don't You don't have to. <laughs> it's a great podcast. I like listening to it. Well, thanks, everybody. We'll see you all tomorrow night. Let's do it. And that has been the final barrel proof. Barrel Scouts Judgment Judgment proof. Scouts' final judgment proof. I'm